I'm Mika McLendon, the founder and CEO of Amazing Rare Rubies. Welcome to the ABCs of Finance podcast, a podcast that is designed to enhance your financial literacy, a piece of change at a time, while encouraging you to start your own financial journey to becoming. Let's get our piece of change for today. So your piece of change for today is we're going to talk about the components of a credit score. So let's start off with first understanding what a credit score is. What is that three digit number? That three digit number is a score that represents your credit worthiness. At the end of the day, it's just that simple. It's what represent your credit worthiness. That three digit number is a number that can have an impact on interest rates that you receive. It can have an impact on you being approved or not approved. It can have an impact even on you getting certain jobs. Yeah. So knowing your credit score and what it is comprised of is huge for you to have in your repertoire when it comes down to understanding your money and your credit, right? So I want to talk about those components of the credit score today. So what are those components? Well, there are five. There are five components to an actual credit score. Those five components are payment history, credit utilization, the length of your credit history, new credit, and credit mix. Now, these five components are weighted differently. So we're going to walk through each one today so that you understand what each one does when it comes down to being a component of your credit score. So let's start with that first one, payment history. So your payment history is basically telling a creditor how you are repaying your credit back. Are you paying your payments on time? Are you paying your bills on time? Are you paying them late or are you not paying them at all? That payment history is 35% of your credit score. That is the largest component of your credit score. So that tells you that that is also the best thing you can do to improve your credit score is to make your payments on time. Now to add to improving that credit score, you always can pay more than what is due. You know, we believe in the best debt is no debt. But if you have debt, it is always good to pay more than the minimum balance and to pay it on time. Again, it's one of the best ways that you can improve your credit score. Are you paying your creditors on time? That's 35%. The next component is credit utilization. This is 30% of your credit score, 30% of that three-digit number. Now, the credit utilization is basically saying How much do you currently owe divided by your current credit limits, right? So how much do you owe versus your limits? Now, with credit utilization, 
what um, although it's 30 percent of your credit score you also do not want to exceed 30 percent of your credit availability that's right so we're going to keep this really really simple and use easy numbers here so if you have a credit card that has a thousand dollar limit you do not want to exceed 30 percent of the available credit limit you have so if it's a thousand dollar limit you don't want to show or charge over three hundred dollars on that card because three hundred is thirty percent of a thousand now if you begin to you got a thousand dollar credit limit and you begin to charge you know eight hundred dollars and plus on it you're going to show like a 80 percent credit utilization and that could be a indicator to your lenders that you are stretched thin that you really have more than what you need because you're not managing it accordingly to where your credit utilization is at 30 percent or less and again it is also 30 percent of your credit score so those percentages just happen to be the same but they're two different things your credit utilization is 30 percent of your credit score and when it comes down to your credit availability you do not want to go over 30 percent now to break that down a little bit more if you have multiple credit cards let's say you have one credit card that's $500 and you have another credit card that's $500 which is still a thousand right you don't want $300 on one credit card because it's going to look at that credit utilization per card so you don't want to go over 30 percent per card that you have and again that's 30 percent also of that three-digit credit score okay all right, so let's move on to the next one here. The length of your credit history. That's the third component. The length of your credit history. Now, now this particular component is 15%. The length of your credit history is 15% of your credit score. Now, this component is the length of time that your accounts have been open now the longer an account is open and in good standing now that's key in good standing the longer an account is open and in good standing the better so longevity plays a part so this is why you don't want to go out get a store credit card use it a year go and cancel that card, go get another one, use it, cancel it. You don't want to do that because it begins to impact the length of your credit history. They're looking at that length, right, to see your stability. So you don't want to show where you're opening, closing, opening, closing, opening, closing accounts. You want to get accounts that you are going to be able to use longevity wise that's why as part of a rule of thumb um or i like to say is a rule of thumb to if you're going to get a credit card get a visa get a mastercard 
um, get Discover or get American Express or don't have debt at all, right? Because that's what we like. But if you're going to get one, get a Visa or a MasterCard or something versus a store card, right? Because stores like that may open and close, which if they're closing and they close down the accounts, it's going to shorten your credit history length. So get cards that you can use in multiple places, right? That you're able to keep on your credit report, long, excuse me, on your credit score for your credit score longevity wise. So the length of your credit history is 15% of that three digit number. Now, component number four is new credit, new credit. So this is going to be 10% of your credit score, 10%. Now, there's a difference uh, where we need to understand soft inquiries versus hard inquiries. When you get new credit, normally that's going to be a hard inquiry. Like if you go purchase a home or if you go purchase a car, um, if you go open up a credit card, those are hard inquiries. When you have a hard inquiry, it is best to only have one maximum two every two years, one to two every two years. So this is why it's important that we do a lot of our homework before we go out to purchase a car versus going to four and five dealerships and each one you are letting or allowing them to pull your credit report to quote unquote see if you qualify. No, 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 no. You don't want anybody pulling that report unless you know that you are going to purchase or you are going to sign for a loan, purchase a car. You're going to sign a loan to purchase that house. You want to make sure that's the company, that's the business you want to work with. Again, you have to be careful here because if you attempt to open too many lines of credit, in a short period of time, it could be an indicator that you are financially in trouble and that you could be living above your means. It's like, I'm just trying to find anybody that would just give me credit. So you want to be careful with that and look at hard inquiries, not having more than one to two every two years. Okay. Now, Soft inquiries are a little bit different. That's like if you want to get a copy of your credit report, you're not penalized for that. There's no ding on your credit for that. So if you're not sure when a hard inquiry is used versus a soft inquiry, it's always okay to ask. Remember, this is your three-digit credit score. And so it's going to follow you and impact you. The salesperson at the dealership Nine times out of 10, they really don't care. So you want to make sure that you understand if you allow someone to pull your credit, if it's going to be a hard inquiry or a soft inquiry. And remember, we just talked about the length of a credit history. That's number three that we just talked about, right? When you open a new account, it's going to impact your credit history length. So when you open these new accounts, make sure that is truly, truly what you want to do. Because although the new credit is 10% of your three-digit score, the length of credit history is 15% of your three-digit score. So I like to say it's so important that we get what we want 
the first time. That's right. That way it lowers our rebuying and repurchasing ratio if we get what we want the first time. Okay. And then the fifth component, the fifth component of your three digit credit score is credit mix. Now we did a podcast, I think it was last week or week before last, um, week before last actually that we talked about different types of debt, right? So this is where the credit mix comes in because it shows what type of credit you have, right? Do you have installment type debt or revolving type debt? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have car loan? Meaning do you have a good debt or do you have bad debt? Is your debt secured? Is it unsecured? So this is where they're going to look at the mix of credit you have. What types of credit you have. Now a good mix of revolving and installment type credit. Remember that was one of the types of debts we talked about. Revolving versus installment. It's, it indicates that you have a, a, a lower risk uh, when it comes down to loaning money. If you're balancing a good mix, then they will trust you more so, right? Looking at this 10% credit mix, they will trust you more so to be able to loan that money to you. That's what they're looking at. However, if you have a lot of uh, what's considered bad debt type things, uh, two and three car loans um, that you're paying late, not always on time. Um, and you know, you're going out and you're purchasing a new car every two years, you know, that could be an indicator that your credit mix is kind of there on the installments, uh, bad debt, uh, because you're just looking to run with the Joneses as an example, or you're like, Hey, I need a new car just to look good. But your payment history is showing that, huh, you really can't afford it. Your length of credit history is every time you turn around, you're getting another type of credit, which is shortening your credit history, or I should say another car loan credit, which is shortening your credit history. And your credit mix is your is where your hard inquiries, because it's a car loan, your hard inquiries are definitely going over two every two years. So that could impact someone wanting to loan you money over time because your credit mix then begins to look like you're just in a desperate need to get a car for whatever reason, right? And that's already considered a bad debt and you haven't really been paying on time anyway. So after about, you know, two or three of those, you may not be able to get that car loan that at the rate that you really wanted that car loan. So your five components, again, payment history, 35%, credit utilization, 30%, length of credit history, 15%, new credit, 10%, and credit mix, 10%. Now, before we go today, I do want to give you a tip, um, actually two tips. Uh, number one, if you are looking to um, increase your credit score. I encourage you to do these two things. Number one, pay your debt down and pay your bills on time. Remember that paying on time is 35% of your three-digit credit score. Pay your bills on time. The second tip that I want to give you is that when it comes down to your credit score, 
Remember, your credit score is used as an indicator of your credit worthiness. So when creditors look at this, they're looking at your past behavior, which they use to predict your future behavior. Your past behavior is used to predict your future behavior. As always, we want you to stay connected with us. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram using our handle at Amazing Rare Rubies. Remember, you can also visit our website, www.amazingrarerubies.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the ABCs of Finance podcast. It's been such a joy becoming with you today when it comes to our financial literacy. And I'm so excited that you came. As always, we want to encourage you to keep God in every decision made, lesson learned, and message taught. I am your Ruby cultivator, Mika McLinden. Until next time, make it a Ruby day.